Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Since Second Grade. It's Madeline. And Katie. And Sarah. And my mother in the background, if you can hear her screaming at our TV. We cannot hear her. But... <laughs> Sad for you. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, yeah, sorry, we're missing out on that. Welcome back, guys. So we obviously have our guest speaker with us today. Maybe not guest speaker. Yes. We have a guest with us today. I'm your number two fan. Yes. That's the most important thing. Sarah is here today to talk with us about youth empowerment, which we felt was a very appropriate subject. Um, so before we get into the details of that, we're going to start with like a mini life updates slash related session really quick. So first thing I wanted to say, just to get us out of the way, Katie and I saw colorful birds on Sunday. And so Katie thinks that <laughs> reversed our karma from the crow. I don't know if you listened to the episode, Sara, so if you didn't, you're very behind, but we basically, there was evilness surrounding a crow, and now we saw colorful birds, so we think we're we're good now, so that's good. We're lucky again. Glad to hear you're not evil anymore. <laughs> Thank you. No, we weren't cursed. evil. We, we weren't evil. Like, we were like being cursed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Glad to hear you're not cursed by evil anymore. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, so that's a good thing. Um, other related things, I had a, this isn't related, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich today, and it was really good, and I just felt like I needed to share that. (laughs) Uh, Important. Biggest important thing. (laughs) Actually related things, um, Sarah got a really cute lamb stuffed animal. His name is George. Yes, he's so cute, and that inspired me to get two bunny stuffed animals, so, oh, Sherry's joining us now. <laughs> we heard Sherry that time. <laughs> Guys, my March Madness jacket wasn't messed up because Ohio won. All right, we're Gucci. We love it. Love that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Um, and then last thing that kind of leads us into our main topic is we had a uh, showcase that we talked about last week for Youth Rise last week. So Sarah and I were both part of that. And Katie came and watched it. Shout out, Katie. It was good times. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Do you guys have anything you want to add to the life updates? No. That was it. College did be stressing me out. <laughs> oh, that, that's yeah. all I can say. <laughs> I like to just block it out of my brain at this point. Honestly, that's just a consistent... The thing is, I'm worrying about the ones that are not even going to be out for a while. So... Oh, felt that. 10 out of 10 experience. I'm going to cry. I gave someone a heart attack today in anatomy because I was talking about USC. And oh, he was Lord. like, wait, USC came out? And it was like this whole big oh, thing. Oh, no. I like, I was just talking about USC. I didn't say it came out or anything. I feel like everyone's yeah, just like, so on edge, though. You're just like, Did yeah. It come out? Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard time. Um, definitely. College do be stressful. Okay. <laughs> So to we're not even in college. That's true. College <laughs> waiting to be in college. waiting to be accepted into colleges is stressful. Um, okay, so to get into our actual topic today, we're going to be talking about youth empowerment, like I said. And so, Ooh. first things first, we like to ask our iconic question of what is youth empowerment. Um, and before we kind of have our own answers, I looked up youth empowerment in the Google, as I do, and this in is what. <laughs> This is what I was given. So it says, youth empowerment is a process where children and young people are encouraged to take charge of their lives, 
they do this by addressing their situation and then take action in order to improve their access to resources and transform their consciousness through their beliefs, values, attitudes. Youth empowerment aims to improve quality of life. And before we say our answers on that, I realized I didn't have Sara officially introduce herself. So, Sara, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, yeah, sure. So um, my name is Sara, obviously. Um, I've known Madeline and Katie for quite some time. We did theater together <laughs> when we were all young children. And then I stopped doing it because I'm just not as talented as them, too, you know? Oh um, but yeah, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very into youth empowerment. Um, I'm part of a lot of different youth groups. And it's something that I like to dedicate a lot of my time to. So I'm super excited for this episode. Yay. Yes. Yay. Yay. Thank you. That was Yay. a perfect introduction. Sorry. I'm sorry it's out of order. We're a little lopsided today, but it's okay. It's okay. We're all a little bit crazy. <laughs> well, not technically seven minutes because we had that whole period of time where we were just sorry. quiet. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, anyways, so now that we've heard Sarah's introduction and our youth empowerment definition, do you guys have any thoughts about definition about youth empowerment I don't know if it's really an official definition I think it's from like Wikipedia or something but <laughs> any initial thoughts on the idea of youth empowerment that wants to be shared um I think I think I would just simplify it like I think it's mostly just about ensuring that you have a platform to do the same thing that adults do but using the power of youth as opposed to um having to go through adult sources because we have a lot of power kind of scary yeah <laughs> but yeah we have a lot of power <laughs> yeah, I, yeah agree with that. Sure. I think youth empowerment is just about like this is our world too and even though we are not 18 which is such a random arbitrary age um <laughs> we need to find ways to be able to advocate for ourselves and advocate for what we want and that's what youth empowerment means yeah, yeah. I agree and I think um it says like one of the things the definition said was like improve their access to resources and transform their consciousness through beliefs, values, and attitudes. I think that's just an interesting point. I agree with that. And also I think it's, it's both about youth empowerment is about empowering yourself, empowering others, and also using that youth empowerment to like influence other youth and people who aren't youth, you know, because yeah especially people who yeah because a lot of times I think our voices are less heard than those of people over that arbitrary age of 18 so it's just important to amplify our voices as much as possible and get heard by those who don't usually want to hear us uh yeah Katie do you want to ask the next question since I asked oh gosh sure (laughs) I didn't have my questions pulled up. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Um, I guess we kind of already touched on this, but, you know, we go a little more in depth. Uh, get the tea. Why is it important? Why is youth empowerment so important? Perhaps you think it's more important um, I guess. Yeah, I would say that definitely with our generation, youth empowerment is probably one of the biggest tools for us to make change. I think our generation is really unique in that at the same time that we have access to things like technology where we can like connect with one another, we also have been faced with so many problems. Like obviously these problems existed, but these issues have been magnified because of the interconnectedness of everybody like online. So issues like 
you know, racial injustice, issues like climate change, um, stuff like that are very pertinent to our generation. And there's the things that our generation actively needs to dismantle if we literally want society to continue. So um, I think that it's really important, probably now more than ever, to empower youth to actually like create change so we can still have a planet and still have communities around us that actually can get along, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. Madeline, you want to go next? Oh, yeah, I forgot because you asked, you asked the question. Um, yeah, I agree. Oh, no, I just lost track of the question because that was such a good answer. Um, Why is it so important to empower you? Thank you. Yeah, I think it's – I think all of the above. And <laughs> I think um, just what you're saying about the the fact is that a lot of youth, I think, right now especially are – more socially aware than previous generations mm-hmm. or even just more like uh willing to speak vocal. about it yeah vocal yeah and so I think that I just think it's really important for us to empower each other and to give platforms to youth because we are more socially aware and because of the fact that like a lot of times we can kind of more clearly see the issues that are present than people who have just been a part of them for so long that they kind of lose sight of those issues and then are like less willing it's to like see them. It's like normalized. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's like we're we're more able to pick out those things that we realize are wrong in our society and yeah. then speak about them and try and do something with that. And so I think just being able to talk about it in any capacity to any form of people who have actual power right now is really important for us. Yes. Yeah. I also just think in general, I think even like in the past, the younger generations are just the ones who have more of like a desire to make change. Like I feel like it's almost like mm-hmm. a burnout thing. Like people who are yeah. old enough to be in politics are like, well, you know, I got here. I am done now. Yeah. And I feel like like if you look at the 60s, you know, those movements were all led by people who were younger and and so I think maybe not like 16 but <laughs> definitely not like their 20s yeah in their mm-hmm. 20s or you know maybe 18 19 whatever however old um they were younger than most people involved in politics and also I think our generation is just fed up I think for some reason our generation just decided the world is terrible we need to fix it yeah <laughs> I mean for as, like as satirical as our generation is you know we, we make fun of literally everything we make jokes at literally mm-hmm. everything I also feel like people are just so done with things that we kind of just want to we know if we don't do it then no one else is gonna yeah. do it exactly so yeah yeah and yeah, I think just adding to that idea, like, not not calling out anyone in particular, but I just feel like in general, oh, in no. general, no, I just feel like in general, adults can sometimes, I'm not generalizing adults, obviously, there's many different types of adults, but sometimes adults can be like, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's like your world, but like, I'm not gonna have to deal with this for much longer. So like, why would mm. I try and actually change things? Like, that's your job, whatever, yeah. you know, they like, cause the problems that we're trying to change but it's just at that point you're like well you know by the time it gets really bad it won't be but also it's already really bad in a lot of areas so I think there's a lot to that but I I just think like youth are a lot of times just a lot more willing to 
do something. Honestly, I have mixed feelings about when adults will be like, your generation really has things set. You guys are going to change the world. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you can keep telling us this, which like, yeah, it's appreciated, but duh, we already know that. That's like literally <laughs> the whole point. Yeah. Or you could try to help us so that we mm-hmm. don't yeah. have like 20 billion exactly. problems. You know, you could solve maybe like two of those 20 billion so then we can not have as many. It's just, I get really rage I get a lot of rage when people tell me that because I'm like yeah because you didn't do anything about it it's not that like mm-hmm. we 100% want to dedicate all of our time and energy to a lot of these issues we'd rather they're not issues yeah. like <laughs> yeah I also think when adults say that it's so it's funny because it's like they're not that old of people who are saying that like I'm like okay mm-hmm. you're gonna be here for a a long time <laughs> after this like, it, yeah you have to do just as much as I have to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sister I don't know it's... why I said sister I'm not addressing my sister Ooh, are we way. calling out your sister no my sister <laughs> in the young generation she's not that old <laughs> I love That's my true. sister yeah no I agree and I think like two things about that I'm like like I do appreciate it I'm like thank you for like thinking that we're doing something like I appreciate you recognizing like our achievements and like moving forward but also number one you can turn that inspiration from us into action yourself and like yeah exactly like what can I do to help you what can I do in general to help this issue that I find is inspiring that you do because I'm like if you think something that somebody else is doing is inspiring shouldn't you look into like helping that cause you know or like helping what they're doing and then secondarily to that like just because we're doing something doesn't give you a free pass to not do anything. Like you're saying, like, it's, it's not that we can magically solve the problem just because we're working hard towards it. Like you don't have a free pass to just be like, okay, like that generation's handling it. We're all good here. (laughs) I'm like, you could do something to help it. So I think that's just, yeah. I mean, that's kind of getting into another topic in and of itself, but just the fact that Yeah, I could totally rant about this the whole thing (laughs) for a while. Just (laughs) go off about it. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, this is only because we've already got... Okay, this is leading into two different things. So (laughs) how... First part of the question is how do you like personally get involved in the community and empower youth and yourself, which we talked a little bit about um, in Sarah's intro, especially. And then also like leading from that, how can youth get involved in our community and generally, like, what do you do? How do you think youth can get involved? You can answer twice. It doesn't, whatever, however you guys want to structure your answers to this, but yeah. Yeah. So I have a pretty, it's going to be a lengthy response. Um, This is kind of like my passion, right? To do a lot of stuff with youth empowerment. Mm -hmm. And I know I was talking a bit about how sometimes we don't want to solve all the problems, but sometimes it's not even about solving problems. Um, Mm -hmm. It might not be a problem that really exists on a wide level, but sometimes it's fun to just find better solutions for things. Like, so I am a part of a few youth groups. I do speech and debate um, with Katie. She does speech and I do Mm -hmm. debate. Um, But yeah, a lot of debate has taught me to look at issues on a holistic level and see what the actual like root causes of those issues are. And, you know, not just like think of (laughs) one solution, but sometimes you have to think of a different solution that would even be better. So I think that that's really forced me to, instead of just accepting problems, actually really understand the problems, what the roots are and look for solutions, however small or big those solutions might be. Um, 
so like taking what I've learned through debate, I have joined a couple youth groups in the last couple years. So um, as a junior, I joined the student advisory council for a school district, which is like basically a youth student council, but we're all from different high schools in the district. And um, that has been pretty interesting to find like like-minded youth. We've worked on pretty small scale projects. Um, and unfortunately, because of COVID, we didn't really get to actually support like certain policies like we normally would um, last year. But this year, we're kind of talking a lot about like improving mental health inside the school district, about empowering youth um, in terms of like letting them talk and letting them share their opinions, but not just certain groups of youth, because there's like definitely underserved communities who aren't able to really like attend events where there's normally opportunities for people to speak up. So we're trying to make schools more conducive to allowing all students to share their voice um, and policies like that. And then with Madeline, we both are part of Youth Rise, which is super exciting. We love it. Um, at least I do. I hope you do too. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that's probably been the biggest like actor for change for me. That's been like the biggest um, youth group that I've ever been in we've done like so many diverse projects everything from something as simple as like you know giving people access to people who can read their college essays all the way to um, you know advocating for racial justice and stuff like that so I think that's been really exciting and um, working around like mental health and working around all of these different topics really gets me excited because yeah, I really enjoy learning about those independently. So it empowers me to be able to help others and guide others. That was really long-winded, sure. but I'll pass it to either one of you. No, we love it. That's great. Um, yeah, I think kind of just to go off what Sarah was saying and what we said in kind of the beginning, I think we know my feelings about social media. I don't like social media. But one thing I will <laughs> say about social media is it connects us as teens to each other and to adults. And so I think we're more aware, like if you wanna find a youth group where you can feel like you can make effective change or where you feel need to feel empowered, like you can. Like there's so many ways I think on social media mm -hmm. and just, I don't know, Google it. Like you could probably Google like Sacramento, like, I don't know, youth mental health There's club, so many we know up. from our yeah. networks. Yeah. So I think um, people can actively search that out. And also I think, you know, that's kind of intense. That if, if you don't feel called to, to be that intense about it, that's okay. Um, but I think just being able to, to even have those kind of tough discussions with parents or adults who you're close to. Like, I know one thing I've been working on this year, I do a lot for my church and I definitely try to be that, you know, accepting voice on a lot of my church councils and be like, let's not be conservative. Um, <laughs> Kate said, let's not discriminate. Come on, yeah. please. Um, so I song. think just being will, being willing to be that voice and Madeline, what do I always say? Actually, I had this to Sarah and Madeline last week. Being able to learn how to be comfortable with a little bit of discomfort is important. I love that quote. Can we make t-shirts on your merch? Can it say, be comfortable with some discomfort? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's one of the <laughs> renditions. <laughs> one, of our, it's one of our new lines now, I guess. Um, yeah, so I think that's my answer. I honestly don't really remember the question, but I think I answered it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, okay, so I, I think my, like, main ways of 
getting involved right now are student government and youth rise or 916 rise <laughs> whatever we're supposed to call it <laughs> i don't even know what we call it anymore I, it's just I something rise. rise but Love yeah it. yeah i feel like that's what i was supposed to anyways um <laughs> lawsuit scandal <laughs> lawsuit <laughs> we're getting sued <laughs> who knows <laughs> mm-hmm. listens are like uh <laughs> that's not <awkward. laughs> <laughs> some stuff so yeah uh <laughs> no but yeah I think those are my main ways of getting involved right now and it's been so cool joining you thrice I'm so glad Zara told me about it um it's been such a cool opportunity and just getting to talk to so many different people and like participating in all these different events and hearing what other people are doing it's just so inspiring every week and it always makes me think of like what I could do next um and so that's a really cool space if you guys are interested you should look into youth rise we're at 916 rise uh but anyways on instagram not to plug anyone <laughs> not, not to plug us but yeah exactly um but yeah that's just a really cool way of i think just seeing like what an impact we can have and the fact that we have been given a space to like also brainstorm like just any ideas of what we want to do and we've come up with like creative ideas that we hadn't thought of before and like we're talking about doing this new project just quick thing about it um (laughs) called like hashtag asking for a friend and it's like you can ask questions about mental health but like you know not for yourself like asking for a friend on instagram and then we'll like answer them and have mental health professionals come in anyways that's just like an example from the projects we do and i just think it's really cool that we're able to do those kind of things and um yeah so anyways and that's about that but i think in general (laughs) And also being in student government, like, helps me reach out to more of the school. And, like, we've been able to do some surveys about how people are doing. And even though it's been hard to get, like, actual change right now because circumstances, nobody really knows what they're doing. It's just nice to have that, like, (laughs) opportunity, you know, to reach out to people. And I think in general, like, people can get involved. Like Katie said, like, looking in – literally, yeah, look on Instagram. If you look up, like, youth or anything like that, hopefully you can find something. And I just think the other thing is this kind of goes into like another question later, but just mentioning it now. Ooh, I think transition. (laughs) (laughs) I just think like if you figure out like what you're passionate about and what you really want to impact your community or in general in, then you can usually find a group for it or start a group for it. Honestly, like you just need to figure out what you are passionate about and I know for me like a really big thing is mental health and like mental health resources so I'm really glad that I get to be part of this group where we get to do stuff for that so anyways that was a long winded answer too but I also think the thing about discussions is important uh yeah okay I just have to add I think what you said about um finding what you're passionate about is really important because I think, like Sara said, there are five billion kajillion issues going on right now in our mm-hmm. world. <laughs> and I feel like sometimes we feel pressure to, like, address them all. Like, we have to fix every single problem ourselves. And um, that is not the reality. Uh, so, because if you get burnt out on something or you're not really passionate about it, that's not going to ever effectively make change. So, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, youth empowerment is supposed to be fun as much as it's work. Yeah, yeah I agree. So, Make sure you're doing yeah. things you actually care about. And yeah. And also and like even yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> go, ahead. go. Go ahead. Um 
See, like, Madeline and I are both really passionate about, like, mental health. And I think Katie is, too, to some degree. But Katie also has other passions, right? Like, advocacy within her own church group and stuff like that. That's something she's personally passionate about. So even amongst us three, there's different things that we're all passionate about. And it doesn't mean that any one of us is making more change than the other. It's just we're making change in different places. And that isn't a bad thing. Like, it's probably better than all of us only focusing on one topic or trying to stretch ourselves amongst three. Like, I think we're definitely, we can be more impactful by focusing on one or a few. I agree. And I I think going along with that idea, like, there's also something to be said for the fact that, like, you can have many different passions and be like, you want to change, like, everything in the world. And, like, you, just because you're not part of, like, a specific group or doing, like, actions all the time towards a certain topic like you can still be an advocate for those other things that you might not be as involved in you know and mm-hmm. I think that that's important too so like don't feel discouraged if you have like 10 million interests you know and like what you want to change but yeah it does help I think to like narrow it down to what are your most important ones that you want to like at least work on for the moment um yeah okay oh, I don't know who the best thing to lean into I'm curious about this one, and I know some people said that we weren't sure how to answer this one, but <laughs> the, I want to ask, it on. <laughs> how do you guys think that we can reach different generations, especially when people tend to get comfortable and set in their ways with age? And I think this is kind of just speculation on all our parts, because obviously we're part of the younger generation. Um, but yeah, and there's also another question that's kind of similar about like, how can we reach a larger group of people and age ranges through our work as youth leaders? So however you guys want to address those questions when you're ready. Um, okay, I think I actually have an answer now that I've kind of discussed this with you all a little bit. I okay, know, cool. I know. Like, <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> here. Um, so, okay. I think when it comes to actually reaching a bunch of people, whether it's like through recruitment and encouraging people to actually join us in our work or actually impacting certain people or even just like convincing people to support our cause. I think the biggest thing is learning how to communicate with different people because like Mm -hmm. for youth, right? We use a lot of social media in our recruitment strategies because for youth, that's something that a lot of people use. Um, But you know, if you're talking to like older adults who might not be as like savvy with social media (laughs) or maybe just not even as interested with social media, it might be easier to have like a newsletter of sorts or emails, you know, stuff like that, that can reach them. Um, Or even like what Madeline and I did when we had our showcase, we tried to have something in there for everyone. We had performances to keep people engaged. We had a wide level of projects. We had questioning so people could ask questions. And I think that doing things like that, where people of different ages can all be involved and, you know, there isn't really a need to be social media savvy or something like that I think it makes it easier for everybody to listen and communicate because those are I think probably the two most important aspects of gaining either an audience or a network is being able to listen and communicate with each other um so yeah I think effectively finding ways to do that is really really important absolutely I agree I also think this is something I need to get better at, but I think that I have a tendency, and I think a lot of young people I also know have a tendency to, like, if someone, say, a parent is disagreeing with what I'm saying, or (laughs) is like, that's not a real problem, um, I have this tendency to just scream Mm -hmm. at them and be like, yes, it is, and that's 
um, <laughs> way of trying to get them to agree with me. And, you know, I realize that no one's going to agree with you if you're, like, attacking what they believe. <laughs> so, exactly, finding yeah. ways yeah. to have discussion, but not, you know, like, real discussion, not, I'm never going to change not my mind. violent Katie I'm screaming. just scream at you about mm-hmm. why you're wrong. Like, especially with adults, I think you kind of have to make them believe they're the ones who are coming to these ideas rather than, like, mm-hmm. my 17-year-old, <laughs> this 17-year-old. Is, We're exposing ourselves. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's fine. Hopefully my parents won't listen. Um, anyway. <laughs> that doesn't happen with my parents. They just disagree with me. Um, just kidding. Once again. I love you, mommy. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking, <laughs> mommy. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I think those are important points. Though. I want to talk about like multiple things that you both said. So, like first addressing what Sarah was saying, I think like targeting, yeah, different people in different ways, and like the way you market things, and obviously like we're still trying to learn that. I think, um, but just like being able to reach out to people in different ways, and also like Katie was saying, like both of you were saying kind of, but just figuring out like the ways that people, different generations, different types of people like tend to respond to things and how you can kind of anticipate that and like counter it or just, or address it in like a very specific way. Because I think they're just different people tend to have like different responses to you bringing up maybe new ideas or like things that they hadn't heard of before, you know? And so I think that's an important part. And then I also sadly highly agree with what Katie was saying about just kind of getting like, ah, like when somebody disagrees, I think it comes from, yeah, heated, good word. I think it just comes from a place of like, when we're like really passionate about something, we know it's like such a big issue and we're like working hard to change it or just knowing that it's like so frustrating to us. And then somebody like is like, no, it's not. Or like they don't get it or they say something that's, you know, not exactly what you would like them to say. It's, it's hard to not have that like gut reaction of just getting heated about it. But I think, yeah, part of that is just, are you raising your hand? <laughs> I don't want to interrupt you. I'm trying to be polite. I'm a guest. You all are welcoming me so kindly. Um, I was just going to add in addition, because we talked a lot about different age groups, but I also think there's something to be said about different like cultures, because mm-hmm. I know like personally, both my parents aren't, weren't born in the States. So for them, a lot of stuff, even though they've been here for like over 20 years, um, a lot of things that we talk about or that I'm passionate about aren't really things that they know a whole Mm. lot about or that they Mm. even understand, right? Like they've grown up in such a different culture, like dramatically different culture where they don't even have the same perspective. So I think it's it's about understanding where someone is coming from, understanding their worldview when you Mr. Williams would love that vocab <laughs> word right there, but um, <laughs> understanding their worldview and where they're coming from and not trying to necessarily like change their mind, but maybe come to an agreement in yeah. some sense, right? So you might not be able mm-hmm. to change their mind completely, but sometimes it's okay knowing that you've done half the battle and you know maybe it's up to them to do the rest. Which I was also going to say, like, it's important to set boundaries with yourself and understand that sometimes you can't change people's minds. And sometimes that's okay. And even if you encourage somebody to, like, think a certain way and they might not agree with it, they might think about it more later and maybe start agreeing with you more. So I think that any type of work you can do in terms of, like, being a voice of reason and trying to 
apply your opinions to someone else's worldview really helps. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Okay. I think. I oh, just, no, sorry. I just want to respond to that really quick. Go for it. I'm terrible. Yeah, only because I, I just had new thoughts listening to that. I'll be fast. But yeah, I just think I definitely am trying to learn how to be better at that because it's it's hard to be okay with just a compromise, especially when it's like somebody who's closer mm-hmm. to you, you know, and you just like wish that they believe the exact same things you do, you know. Um, but I think like coming to compromises, if you can learn how to do that somehow, and also just, yeah, being okay with trying to communicate in different ways and like responding to what they're saying and also what you said about like boundaries just like knowing that it's okay if you can't change like what they're thinking and also like that it doesn't have a reflection on you or like make what you think any less important it's just everyone's coming from their own place um what was the last thing I wrote (laughs) oh I was gonna say (laughs) I, I was gonna bring up the point about like because we do like work with mental health you know I think just the conversation around mental health has definitely like drastically changed over the years. And it's, I think we're getting better about like having more conversations about it, but for a lot of people, there's still a huge stigma around it, which is something that we're trying to like work on removing in our group. And I just think that, um, especially with conversations like specifically to mental health, it's just sometimes hard to like get through to somebody who, if they haven't like, experienced it themselves or don't really understand like where you're coming from you know so I think figuring out ways that it applies to different people is something that I've been thinking about especially because like at a retreat we talked about how uh, our retreat our showcase we talked about how we wanted to possibly like parent retreats in the future and I think that something with that is if we were to do that type of event we would definitely have to try and market it in a specific way that parents would actually understand why this would be a beneficial thing to them and to their relationships Mm -hmm. with their kids, you know, because I think if you are somebody who would like especially benefit from the treat, you may not even like want to go in the first place. So just figuring out that kind of way of like communicating and how it can directly benefit them. Anyways, that's all I'll say about that. Katie, if you want to. I was just going to say we are near (laughs) the end of our time, sadly. Um, Sadly. Yeah. Do you have a good final question? I think I have one that might work. Ooh. Okay, ask yours. I can always okay. ask one really quick if we need to. Yes, really quick. I'll um, put that in quotations. Um, <laughs> I just talked about how we Ooh. can reach different generations. Um, but I think it's also important mm-hmm. to talk about like how we can empower each other, especially because, um, I don't know, I think – sometimes people have this tendency to want to like compete about their accomplishments and be like, I did more mm-hmm. than you. And you're just like, don't do that. So how can we empower each other as the youth? Yeah. And sorry if you hear as the youth, uh, Charlie just barking dramatically. Charlie is Charlie's having a moment. Yeah. Saying, yes. Yes. Go yeah. on. Guys. I love your dog. Okay. <laughs> Um, one of you two can answer okay. first. Go for it, Madeline. Okay. Okay. Ooh. You said, how can you empower each other? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think the competition thing is an important point to bring up because I know that sometimes, especially like just being in high school and applying to colleges, it's just such like a, it's just a whack environment <laughs> to be in because you're like, yeah, the colleges like that's literally their job is to compare you mm-hmm. to another person like 
another human being and be like, oh, are you more accomplished than them? Pretty much. And it's like that doesn't create the best environment if you're talking to your peers about like, like college or just what you're doing in general. And you're like comparing your college apps, whatever that looks like to you. Um, But I think it's important to note that like, just because somebody's doing quote unquote more than you doesn't mean it's better than you or they're superior to you or you're less than whatever. Like it's, it's quality over quantity. We're talking about through the day. And also just the idea that um, you want other people yeah. to be doing things too. Like if you're actually genuinely passionate about what you're doing for helping mm-hmm. the community, being like an empowered youth, like you should be happy that you see other youth are doing that too, because you want the most amount of change possible. And even if that's in different categories or in the same category, like, I just think recognizing that and if you have any part of your mindset that kind of feels like that, just don't actually speak on it. Just like step back and think about it. And my computer started face. making weird um, noise and I was worried you could hear it. Oh, that's fun. I cannot hear it. I <laughs> okay. just saw your face. <laughs> yeah. So I just think um, focusing on your mindset and then just, yeah, lifting people up, like recognizing people's accomplishments and being supportive of that you know and also encouraging your friends if they like aren't involved in something you're doing not they have to be but you could just be like hey if you want to like think about joining this group if they're interested in that like sorry did to me and you know yeah helping each other out reposting things on instagram basic things like that i think those are all cool things and with that i will leave somebody else <laughs> um i was pretty much actually gonna say the uh, same thing you said about like promoting <laughs> what other people are doing like you said like when you guys had your youth rise to okay i may mm-hmm. not be in youth rise but me reposting it on instagram or me being like mom you got to go or like <laughs> that's a weird thing mm-hmm. um and also like like you said with <laughs> sarah like reaching out to other friends you know have really similar interests to get them to be part of your advocacy groups advocacy groups um i think that that's a really good way to all be part of something together and yeah I I like to think that after high school the whole comparison thing because college is kind of gone maybe the comparison thing will leave too I hope so there's more independence like there's Mm -hmm. so many people you can't compare yourself yeah so I think that you know maybe realizing that college is not everything like getting into this one college is not everything and and you're not always going to be surrounded mm-hmm. by the same group of people so we don't need to compare ourselves to everyone around us because you know that's not how yeah. the world works like we can all be great um so pretty much in other words I just agree with what everything Madeline said is back <laughs> <laughs> to you Sarah Love. okay so okay I was essentially going to say a lot of what both Katie and Madeline both said um in terms of like supporting on social media because that's one of the things that a lot of people struggle with is being able to actually spread information because there's just so much out there and you know Mm -hmm. Katie reposting a flyer at least lets you know a couple hundred more people see it um or even just a couple dozen more people that's still going to help at least get like one or two people to attend these events um, I'd also say attending them yourself, like Katie showing up to our event is something that was really like, it made me really happy Yay! to see because I was like, Same. Katie, yeah, Katie's supporting us. And, um, you know, I love Katie's always supportive, even in like debate, she'll show up to my rounds and sit there for three hours. But, it's an adventure um, every time. you know, stuff like that. 
it's <laughs> every time someone yells I or get something so like that because it makes it interesting. Um, so I think, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think finding ways to either show up for events, tell people about the events and stuff like that are really really helpful. Sharing any information and projects, like I know sometimes I have like surveys and I'll be like, please, can you send this to everybody you know who's mm-hmm. these ages? So stuff like that really really helps, and also just being kind with one another because you know it isn't really about competing and I I know I've been a very competitive person my whole life so this is like a hard lesson I personally had to learn across high school but being the best isn't always the goal and beating people isn't always the goal not everything is a competition so Mm -hmm. things like empowering each other and getting projects done don't have to be competitive you can just both be succeeding and that's perfectly fine and that's really actually exciting for everybody so yeah I think just being kind to one another and supporting each other in any way you can is always really helpful Ooh, go Katie Um, for those final words of wisdom I think just checking in with people like if I know Madeline and Sarah are in youth Mm -hmm. rise checking in and being like what y'all doing like what's up is a really cool thing to do (laughs) and also checking in with people's mental health Mm because like we said in the beginning you mm-hmm. know, youth empowerment and youth advocacy and just being a youth comes with a lot of strain on your mental health and your well-being. So I think, mm-hmm. like Sarah said, just being kind to one another and making sure we're all okay is important, not just for youth empowerment, but for life. Yeah, period. I Tell agree. them, Thank baby. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um I just had a comment to make that I felt like we were passing the talking stick and it was just funny to like We're in kindergarten so again. I don't know why. This is the image that came to my brain, even though we're over Zoom. <laughs> uh yeah. Okay. To some I just wanna last thing we say, just sum up because we said a lot in this episode. So sum up main ideas. You guys can help me rapid fire. I'm just gonna say like the main things that we talked about kind of basically figure out what you're personally passionate about. And are willing to fight for and try and join a group, try and start a group, try and advocate more, bring up more discussions in your home with your friends, all of the above. Uh, realize that youth empowerment can be smaller than big changes and can be simple as like standing up to people about things you find important in a situation. You can spread things on social media. Anything is helpful. No, it's not a competition and we're all trying to like raise each other up, all that good stuff. Try and reach out to different generations in whatever ways you can, even though communication is hard and Compromising is hard, but trying to be better about that. Um, what other things? Are there any main things I missed? Support each other. Have fun and with it. Don't have let every single thing yes. stress you out. Just make it fun because yeah. it should be fun. You can't tackle every single yeah. issue on the face of the earth alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, know that you're doing enough by doing anything because that's just a good thing in and of itself so you should be <laughs> proud of yourself for doing that and that's where like the fun comes in because you know you're doing enough by doing anything and even if you can't handle doing anything right now that's also okay but anything you can do to support youth empowerment in general is great and if you're an adult listening to this episode if you can just support youth in any way that you find available to you you can come talk to us if you want some ways to support us and and follow 916rise <laughs> on Instagram. True. Follow 916rise on Instagram. Um, but yeah, anything you can do to have more discussions or help us get our voices out is super appreciated and helpful. 
with that being said, Sarah, do you want us to say your Instagram or no? <laughs> My what? Your Instagram username? Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> just kind of random yeah. Do you want me to say it? <laughs> yeah, you can say it. <laughs> Period. Follow me, please. Um, my Instagram username is at um, Sara, which is S-A-R-A dot Farage with an extra J. And I'm sure they can tag me or something. Oh, yes. like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, tag Sara in the post. Yeah, go follow her. Thank you so much, Sara, for coming on to this episode. This is a great discussion. <laughs> um thanks for having me of course (laughs) we love to do this again thank you all for listening um we are super happy to have you here thank you for being interested in youth empowerment because this is a great first step listening to this episode and yeah with that being said we will see you next week slash you will listen to us next week it's madeline and katie and sarah signing off